is the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Yeah, we never left the booth. We always here. Yeah, and it's time for you to hear another word from the word of God, from the spirit of truth to your ear. Yes, this is the G220 Effect, and we're bringing to you what we do, the effects of the word of God. Amen. It is very effectual that even the Bible tells us that when we know the word, that word that we know, it's going to make us free. So we want to get in the word so we can continue to be made free. Not only will we continue to be made free, but we'll be more in the image of what we were created from the beginning. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. Ooh, don't you like that crispy dollar when you shake it, when you flip it, when you rub it? That dollar always stays straight. But guess what? what i just want to use that analogy to say yeah when the crooked being made straight it's been from the word of god that that word when it hits you just right yeah you go from that crooked line to that straight line that narrow path and you say this is the way i'm supposed to go because guess what that path is lit is light all over and all you got to do is walk down it amen so amen. we're gonna keep walking we're gonna keep walking we're gonna keep walking walking in truth as always we know that there's the truth that we know yes that's the truth that we learn the learned truth the the things that we pick up as life goes but there is the truth the absolute truth of the word the bible says that jesus came with grace and truth mm. and he said i'm not gonna leave you behind just by yourself here why, why wait 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 i'm gonna leave you with a comforter he's gonna guide you into all truth so that kind of truth is the truth we need to carry as we keep walking and you know when you get when you keep walking with Jesus yeah yeah you can't not stay the same and so because you cannot stay the same guess what he's showing you a better way and when he showed you a better way you that, that better way ended up being salvation for us that when Jesus Christ lived and when he died and rose he left something that was great a free gift it's called salvation but no longer can we just stand on the word of salvation now we first must do what Jesus said he came to do in the first place is to bring us back to the father and that's the spirit of reconciliation when god just had to send his son you know i'm reminded john one and one in the beginning was the word and the word was with god yeah you go down to 14 and the word was made flesh and he dwelt among you so he sent his son just so he can be like my wife always say the propitiation of our sins <laughs> yeah and you Amen. know because he's the propitiation guess what he lets us know that everything that we need, everything we have, it's in him. But, ooh, when you get him, yeah, that's something that when you start to change and rearrange, now you have to start to get others to see the fruit that you have so they can begin to change and be reconciled back to God. And it's so interesting because we've been reading the Old Testament as uh, of late, and we, we do this where we take the Bible and we just read it from front to back and we just meditate on the word continually right as mm -hmm. we're reading yeah, in the old yeah, testament yeah. 
uh, uh, one of the things that you said to me was, have you noticed that God kept looking for someone that he could use? He kept looking, but yeah, no one, yeah. no one could do it. I mean, there was no one who could do what Jesus did to, 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 to be, to say, uh, not my will, but your will be done. You know, when he knows what's about to happen at that crucifixion, he knows what's about to happen. He says, you know, if you could just take this cup from me, like, okay, I've done, I know I've done good so far, but who, I don't know where I'm about to go now this is going to be even more difficult but not my will yet not my will but your will be done so he was looking and looking and looking but yet nothing that no one he could find and i'm reminded of the story of abraham you know abraham was fearful you know he couldn't even claim his own wife you know and so that was one of the magnitude of things where you know if if god is using you to be some great you have to stand through it and, and and go through it until the task is finished and then i'm reminded of moses how moses wasn't even able to see the promised land but he got to see it afar he didn't get to walk in it because guess what he had some fatal flaws but we know moses as being one of the greatest prophets in the word you know and and, and here's david when you go along on the story david you know he became a man after god's heart but we know david was the same david that send the soldier to war to be killed so he can just have his wife so here is god using these men and these men have flaws all through the word but here it is he said you know what they can't they can't be the reconciliation because guess what only thing they keep doing is failing so guess what i have to come in flesh to be the reconciliation that you need to bring you back to me oh i'm so i'm so encouraged to know that god wanted us to have him back god wanted us to be in the fold god wanted us to yeah walk with him in a in a relationship that's truly truly unique and truly great as it was in the beginning as it as it shall be now Amen. In the beginning, he said, let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. So here we were being made as how God is and with, with everything that he made. We were within that same fold and we see in the garden, God is communing with Adam and, 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 and how beautiful that that is. And that after that, we know what happened and that separation happened where we no longer could commune with the father, but he he had a plan not only for salvation for saving us but just not that kind of reconciliation i know when we talk about reconciliation we often think okay salvation yeah i get you know i get to get back in relationship with god but really truly reconciliation to that relationship that we had from the beginning. And I'm reminded that the word said that Jesus Christ was the chief cornerstone. And if you ever knew what a cornerstone is to a building, it's the divide that helps the building turn around the corner and the corner meets. And so it's amazing when you look at a cornerstone, now you begin to know what Jesus is. The Bible says he's the mediator between God and man. And so he's that cornerstone that helped have us to meet God right where we are right where we stand and he's interlocking both and saying hey this is what he want this is what he is but i want you to know y'all have the same thing going on and i'm right here in the middle just to bridge the gap man it's so amazing when we think about the spirit of reconciliation there's a deeper message that this generation needs to hear that they have heard the word of salvation 
But what more to know that reconciliation and to understand what it really means, you know, what it really means when God wants to bring us back to him, when God wants to restore relationship, when God wants us to be in full force with him and knowing that he is, was, and forever will be. You know, it's amazing to know that this what Jesus Christ did when he said, you know what, now, woman, be whole. We know salvation means to be made whole. You know, now what's going to bring me back to God is the spirit of reconciliation, which is the Holy Spirit. It's always comforting us to know that when we need God, when we want God, guess what? He's right here and he's ready to comfort us, whatever what we need. Amen. And that is the spirit of reconciliation. So we'll just jump right into scripture. So if you have your Bible, go ahead, open that Bible up, or if you're using your app, whatever, let's open the Bible. Let's get used to seeing the word. Those words are power. And it says in second Corinthians five verses 18 through 21, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. So let's just pause right there. Is God mad at you and imputing all your sins against you? (laughs) You ain't got to do nothing to get back at God. Like, oh, God, you know what? I'm going to do my 10 Hail Marys. So, you know, you know, I'm for real. You know, you know, I'm good. You know, you know, I want it, Lord. He's like, I love you. I gave you my son so that you can be freed from from all that and just walk good, you know, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. You hear that word? He said committed. You know, you, when you commit something, that means you're down. You're you good. you in there. you in there like swimwear. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you you good. And, and I'm down for whatever, you know. So I'm committed to the cause. And, you know, here is God. He committed this word reconciliation to us because it's so powerful when we can look past ourselves. But we, let's not get there yet. But we're going to get there. When we can look past ourselves and say, you know what? Ah, you know what? It's more to life than just me. It's more to life than just this. But we're going to get a little farther when we go down a little farther. We'll get into that. Now, then we are ambassadors of Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. I'm going to repeat that. Be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Man. (laughs) I love that. We can be the righteousness of God in Christ. And, And, you know, that's one of those things that we, some people walk in their Christian life not understanding that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. And, and they, there's so much power knowing that you are in right standing with God. But, yeah, but today yeah. we're speaking mostly about reconciliation. So salvation just means, yes, I'm saved. Okay. So, okay. Now that I'm saved, I do this Christian walk where, okay, I go to church with a community of community in quotes, uh, of believers who believe the same thing. And we do this ritual, which is going to church every Sunday. Sunday, going uh, for Bible study during the week, uh, do all these 
and I'm calling them ritualistic because it's almost like it's a pattern. You just do it because yeah, that's what yeah, I yeah. do because I'm saved. But yet there's so much more that we have been uh, reconciled to a relationship with our father. He wants us to know who we are. He wants us to understand what he created from the beginning, the power, the, 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 the glory, the, all these things he wants us to have understanding. And so when he, he's talking about reconciliation, it's not just I'm saved. Okay. I get to hang around Christians and this is my beliefs. And I listen to Christian rap or, you know, <laughs> I, I dress modestly. It's, it's, that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. it. It's a, we were reconciled, meaning we were brought back to relationship with our father. Man, and, and that's the awesome piece. You know, I, as I was just looking in the in these three verses, I noticed that reconciliation was in there five times. And it makes sense because five is the number of grace. So it's God's grace upon us that allows us, that pushes us to reconcile. You know, it's God's grace that it, it was so sufficient for us that it gave us this chance, that this opportunity to say, you know, I want salvation. I want to be made whole. I want to be set free. And now he's just asking with that same grace that we go and reconcile. We reconcile back to him. We reconcile relationships. We reconcile everything we have and knowing that God has given us this you know he's given us this life to live that we don't live it for ourselves that we live it for everyone else we live it for him you know and not just ourselves and, and that's why it's so important this word reconciliation because God has given it to us and it, 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 it's so it's so it's so strong to me right now because when God gave me, you know, a word about reconciliation, he said it's it's, it's bigger than just salvation because salvation, we all get saved. We all give our life to Christ. But what happens when we start to lose, lose things along the way? We lose the things and gain fruit. We begin to see the, the fruit of uh, peace, the fruit of patience, the fruit of meekness, the fruit of joy, the fruit of long suffering. And what happens? All that other stuff, you know, that, that that's not the sensual, that's fleshly begins to pull off of us and we began to work in his spirit and began to become ministers of reconciliation amen so the spirit of reconcile reconciliation is among us in matthew 5 verses 23 through 26 it says therefore if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there rememberest that thy brother hath aught against thee leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way first be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift agree with thine adversary quickly whilst thou art in the way with him lest at any time zapdi the ad adversary deliver thee to the judge and the judge deliver thee to the officer and thou be cast into prison verily i say unto thee thou shalt by no means come out thence till thou hast paid the uttermost farthing i love you know when jesus is teaching because he knows the condition of man's heart he knows here yeah, here yeah. here he's talking to a group of people who are now following the law strictly this the, the the laws the laws the laws and he's like okay i'm i'm coming to show you a better covenant a better way a better way of doing things and i am going to fulfill that law and i'm teaching you what that looks like so what that looks like is reconciliation so i don't want to just be it being about salvation okay yeah you're born again okay wonderful but then there's chaos within my kingdom his kingdom doesn't work like that right one of the things he said is that the kingdom 
kingdom of heaven is now at hand. So he was preparing us for the kingdom. So in the kingdom, we we get along. In yeah, the kingdom, yeah, there's yeah, love. Sure, love sure. your neighbor. Love God. Love your neighbor. In the kingdom, you have love for your brother. In the kingdom, there's reconciliation. So this is so important that he's teaching here. Yes, he's teaching something that seems very practical, but it goes with, uh, we, we all know that some of the parables he used or teachings he used, there was so much more that the Holy Spirit reveals to us about reconciliation, but with your brother reconcile because the kingdom doesn't have chaos and unforgiveness. If we've been forgiven, then why can we forgive each other and be reconciled? It's amazing because when you read these first three verses, it's basically talking about being able to just get past yourself and say, you know what, I'm going to do this, but let me, before I do this, let me first get things right, you know? And so a lot of times we, we want to buy someone a gift when they're mad at us. And what happens when they're mad is it's, it's hard for them still to receive the gift that we're getting. Before we even do that, we should be saying, you know what, it's small. Let me go ahead and apologize. Even if you felt like they were wrong, you just, we, we say that God has saved our life or Jesus has saved our life. So if he saved our life and we first have been reconciled to him, why not reconcile with a relationship that's earthly? The Bible talks about how we should love our brother that we see every day. And, and, you know, you know, and, and it's amazing if we don't love our brother that we see every day and we say we love God. Come on, man. That, that, how could that be? You know, and so we first the first ministry of reconciliation is always to be, just step outside of yourself. You know, you, you got to step outside of yourself. You know, I mean, when you step outside of yourself, then you begin to see the need. You begin to say, when I give, when you give the gift, it gives an effect. It's an effect that happens when you give the gift instead of you just saying, oh, oh I'm going to give this gift. So so it's almost like manipulation when you give them that gift and they're mad at you. It's almost like I'm going to give you this gift and watch you be quiet. <laughs> watch them be quiet when I give them this gift. And, and how is that? That means you're not giving it from a true heart. You know, you're giving it because, you know, something's going to change or you, you want it. You want something to change, which is which is manipulation. And God don't work with manipulation. That's why Jesus is saying in verse 24, when you when you give this gift, leave it at the altar because I can't give it to you face to face because you're mad at me. So first of all, I can't give it to Check you. Check your heart, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? So I'm gonna leave it at the altar and you can come up and scoop it up if you want to, but it's gonna be right there. You know, but if it's, so he's saying first, before you even do that, reconcile. Yes. You know, hey man, I'm sorry. Forgive me, you know. But I did want to I did want to share this with you. You know, I love you, man, and blah, 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 whatever, however it may be. And then you say, Oh, you know what? I got some for you. I be like, wow, now they can receive the gift because now you have you have apologized, you have went forward, not backwards, and now I can fully receive the gift. And I, I don't have a, a a divided heart when receiving the gift. You know, my heart is like pure, you know, like, oh, man. And it's so interesting because if we're bringing these gifts to the altar and we're here, we're talking about the law, the old way of doing yeah, things. Yeah, right? for you bring sure. These gifts to the altar. If you're bringing this gift to the altar and, and you, the condition of your heart is not right. And we always say this, that Jesus knew that we needed to deal with the condition of our heart. So if the condition of your heart is not right, guess what? Your gift means nothing. You just did all 
all these works and they mean nothing. And this is why Jesus says towards the end, he says, you know what? You did all these wonderful things that you said, you, you prophesied in my name. You did all these things, but, but depart from me. I don't even know you, you work of iniquity because why your heart was so far from what was the truth because you just thought your works were the ones that were going to get you going and, and the ones that were going to get you into right standing with God, you forgot that your heart is the main, 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 main thing that we need to be doing is to be, to, to have a heart that is connected with our father, that, 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 that knows truth and walks in truth. So, so here's an interesting scripture in Romans five ten. it says, for if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So when, uh, you know, in the midst of us in our sin, <laughs> we were still reconciled. We were forgiven. Even Jesus says it in other scriptures that you, because you're forgiven, you should forgive much, you know, because you know you're forgiven. So God still saw us and saw good in us when we were yet sinners that he gave his son, that we might have a relationship back with him. So why is that so hard for us to forgive others? But I mean, let's just think about that. I I just say, take some time to really think yeah. about the forgiveness that you have received. That ain't deep. That's and so real. you have to get yourself out of that, out of that me, 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 me. If you haven't listened to our podcast on pride, uh, it really addresses this. So check it out. But we address self. Self gets in the way and self limits you from really seeing God's design for your life. So for, when you walk in forgiveness, you walk in true freedom. You walk in true freedom. So be reconciled, make relationships work because in the kingdom, this is what it looks like. And this is what Jesus was preparing us for. And once again, I say it again for you to hear it again, because, you know, if you hear it more than once, you begin to start festering with it. There is a deeper message that this generation needs to hear. And they have heard of the word of salvation, but they have to hear. And he wants us to understand what reconciliation is. God wants us to understand what reconciliation is. God wants us to understand what reconciliation is because this is the battle he's been having with us as his children. And he won it with his son, Jesus Christ, giving his life on the cross, rising on the third day and saying, yes, you are now mine and I am now yours. Man, it's so amazing that God, he, he wants us to, he wants reconciliation to make us move out of self and pride. That, that we will begin to see him and not just ourselves. And that we will want nothing of ourselves. Because a lot of times we, we, we want what we want. And we'll do whatever we need to get what we want. But when God comes and changes and rearranges our life, he wants us to begin our life to look like his, like he's in our life and he's moving in our life. And guess what? Others will want the same thing. And if not wanting the same thing, they will just want to be around you to, to understand and want to hear what you got. And here's a motivation for that reconciliation. Let's just, let's just, let's just look at this real quick. Let's go back to second Corinthians five and read verse 19. It says to wit that God was 
in Christ, God himself was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. No wonder why Jesus can say, oh, you little faith. Oh, man, how long man. will I suffer you? <laughs> you know, because you're not getting it. I'm God in this body and I'm, I'm here and I'm encouraging you, but still you don't believe. Anyway, that's a, a story boy, for another would I day. Like, boy, would I like to come out this body <laughs> Ooh, and show you the truth. <laughs> Not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. So I hope that's motivation. Read that 19 over and over again, because if God is saying God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself and not imputing their trespasses, it could have been easy to be like, oh, man, I've tried with y'all. I have long suffered for real, for real, like and, for a long time. And, and you know, and you know that Peter, done. you know that Peter, he like, man, come on, Peter. <laughs> Come on, Pete, man. You ain't have to cut his ear off, man. Come on. But guess what? He didn't. He did not leave Peter where he was at. Amen. He picked Peter up, and guess what? Peter became one of the best apostles man. out there, man. These brothers deny God, man. Who? God? Jesus? Who? I, I don't Jesus? know. I never we, heard we, of that we, dude. They scattered. They went and hid. They was like, "What we gonna do?" Judas you know? sold him out, man. I mean, I mean, think about that. Yet he still went to that cross. Yet he still said not my will but your will be done i hope that's some motivation because it sure motivates me that i can reconcile i can forgive i mean the and this is how the kingdom of god operates and this is how god wants us to be to have a heart that knows that we're ready to reconcile within our families within our workplaces wherever we are wherever there are god's people that he created yes they might not be born again but if they are uh, a, a human being that God created reconciliation is still a ministry that we have to remind them Jesus Christ died for you died for he wants relationship reconciliation so you and him could be one again and 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 for our brothers and sisters we are in the kingdom let's reconcile to to this kingdom because you know what we we are the body of Christ the church and this is what we should be, how we should be operating. So that is the ministry of reconciliation. And just knowing that reconciliation, God designed it so that we will not work in pride. You know, it's, it's quite fitting that we did pride. The last podcast we did was pride. And now we're moving in reconciliation because guess what? You cannot reconcile anything if there's pride in a way because you're going to do it for selfish reasoning. You're not going to do it. And so it's going to be kind of manipulative. You know, you're not going to be doing it with the right heart. And so God, when he reconciles, he's reconciled because he wants relationship. He doesn't reconcile anything because I just want to make them right and then move on. You know, but he <laughs> wants a relationship with us. He wants us to know that he loves us. He wants us to know that he he cares for us and it brings me to the scripture first john 4 and 10 it's a here in his love not that we love god but that he love us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins there go that verse again there go that verse yeah <laughs> let me let me man. say the other one first ahead, john ahead, 2 ahead, and 2 and he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only but also for the sins of the whole 
world. And this is what I was saying that that reconciliation, even to our brothers well, uh, and sisters who are lost in the world, that they can be found also saying that you need to be reconciled. Christ died for you, that you would have a relationship with, with God. He can explain why you are the way you are. He could give you your true identity. He could heal you from your brokenness. He could do all these things. That's yeah, reconciliation. Yeah, yeah. It's not just, okay, yeah, salvation. He forgave you for your sins. No, they, he wants people to understand, especially this generation. They want truth. They want to hear truth. They want to understand how God created them, why God created them, what they should be doing, what they, what makes them uh, uh, special in this world, what would take away their anxieties and all these things that are uh, are, are just running rampage in, oh, our, in, 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 in this generation. For sure, for sure. It's knowing, it's being reconciled back to the Father. Man. Knowing that he loves us, knowing that we are s- safe with him, knowing that we make sense with him, knowing that his truth makes us totally free. That's that's reconciliation. And, you know, when you get down to the nitty gritty with reconciliation, how can I reconcile with anything if I cannot forgive? You know, if I cannot forgive, then it's, it's almost impossible to reconcile with anything because that means if I can't forgive, I, I got pride in my life and I want to hold on to my anger at you because guess what? You made me mad and you know, you hurt me and you did all these things. But God is requiring for us not to be of ourselves and come outside of ourselves and start to see things the way he see it. You know, this the Bible say that a little leaven spoils the lump. So guess what? This Because you're mad over this little thing, guess what happens? Every other thing you see this person do might make you mad. So God is requiring for us to forgive. Colossians 3 and 13, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Because God has forgiven us. So because he's forgiven us, man, we got to lay aside every issue, every problem, everything, you know, because guess what? Our family might have did this. Our family might have did that. But guess what? God has always been there, always done this, always done that, always been there. And he's waiting for us to because he's already restored the relationship through Jesus to say yes. Amen. Just say yes and 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 just understand that there's so much more to salvation than just yes, you've been forgiven for your sins. But there is entering now into the kingdom of heaven. And when you're there, the condition of your heart must be right. So forgiving so that you can be reconciled. Uh, understanding that reconciliation means restoring back that relationship. God desires, that's why the Bible says he's jealous. I mean, that jealousy is is a desire for us to really understand how much he he loves us and for us to understand what he's provided for us through Christ. And and that is truly what reconciliation is. And we just um, just continue to encourage you to just spend some time and understand what reconciliation is and allow that spirit of reconciliation to be between us as brothers and sisters to love each other and to to reconcile even the world that's lost back to their father the creator of all things god himself through jesus christ and this this is awesome because as we end on this note realize this 
that if you save and you love the Lord, know that he loved you also. And he came to reconcile you back to himself. And this has been the G220 Effect. And we're, we're ghosts. Ghost.